Welcome to It's a Good Day Podcast. We are sisters who love to chat and believe that through Jesus, even the tough seasons are good. We want to share the stories of ordinary people and have some laughs along the way. I'm Delight. I'm the older one. I'm August, and I'm the younger one. You never know what will happen on our show, but we hope you will join us as we find the good in every day. All right, welcome back to Mom Talk. <laughs> Brielle and Lizzie are with us again today. Right, August? Yep, yep. <laughs> I'm a little far away from the mic. Sorry, guys. We are being true moms today, and we have two babies nursing right this moment. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, what's been on your minds, ladies? Any Any hot mom topics you want me to... I mean, as the mom... As the person who's been a mom the least amount of time, I feel like if you want me to answer anything, I I have your back for <laughs> sure. How is it raising your daughters? Yes. How do you get a child to not be distracted while nursing a seven and a half months old? You go into a quiet room. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Last night, we were at Jordan Delights for a bonfire. And I came inside to try to like nurse so that like I could do it and not have to worry about him, you know, unlatching every two seconds. And literally I came in and then my brother was in here and I was like, Oh, you should just come and sit sit with me <laughs> while we're while I'm doing while I'm nursing. And then he's then whatever. Then literally like after that, ten people came in and I was just like, Oh yay, well that wasn't that didn't help. So then I went upstairs and, and he still didn't th- were they sitting in the living room? They just like all Kind of started coming in the living room. Yeah, it was really funny. And I was like, I think it was just like, oh, there's people in here. Let's come in. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. That's great. Yeah. Oh, my word. Hey. Um, does anybody have anything they're, you know, like anything they're struggling with to do with parenting that, that we could just talk about? Oh, yes. I'm going right. to get a little closer to this. Um, my latest struggle, which most of us, I think, will be able to relate to, is... How to address the whole fussy, like whiny thing. Toddler? Are you talking toddler. about your toddler? Yes. Thank you. I forgot about that, but yeah. yes. Like she has been, <sighs> Hazel has been so, like everything she says to me is like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, could you actually just say what you're saying? And she's like, <laughs> and it's, I don't know. I just don't understand it. Okay. Well, first of all, Brielle does that very well. So that's good. Um, and she has the oldest child. So that's like. Whenever, honestly, when I look at your children who are all at least a year ahead of mine, like it always gives me hope because I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, in another year, even like right now, I feel like I'm struggling, not exactly with whining because he's not really old enough to like know how to whine. But like I had the same thing to ask almost, <laughs> which is funny, mm-hmm. um, where it's like he yells Mm-hmm. And he's really, he's just trying to communicate because a lot of times he knows what he wants. Like this morning, his blanket is usually always in his bed, but he was going to his grandma's house this morning. So it was down here on the table. Mm-hmm. So all during breakfast, like I thought he was just like kind of yelling about like his food or whatever. And I would, you know, I kept telling him, no, like I don't, we don't just let him because we think he can learn and he does. Yeah, he definitely can. But like, 
yeah, I was just like, what is it that he wants? So then Jordan cleaned him up and he got him down and he was still kind of yelling. And I was just like, Harrison, like I had no, he obviously wanted something and I didn't know what, and I had no way to like, you know, anyway, I feel like now I'm launching into this talking about a kid who can't talk and yours can talk. So it's like, I think it's different, but it probably all stems from the same Mm -hmm. sort of thing. Yeah. And anyway, he walked over then to the table and he got his blanket off and like, Mm. It's not like we don't let him have it not in his bed, but he just, we just always leave it in there. We just aren't, we don't, we don't walk around with our blanket. We just don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not, I'm obviously saying, I don't think that's a rule. It's just in our house, what we do. So right. like then he was happy, but like he was just probably trying to say like, Hey, I see my blanket over there and I want my blanket. <sighs> okay. So, I have been struggling a little bit with the same thing. Like, Ilian has been a little bit whiny lately. And and just kind of, like, when I tell him no about something or whatever, he's just, like, sometimes literally just, like, melt down about it. I'm just, like, holy cow, just relax, child. Like, <laughs> it doesn't mean that you can't maybe have it in a little bit. Or, I don't know. Like, I just feel like he doesn't understand. And so it just feels frustrating. But I have been trying to work with him on being quiet. Uh, like last night again we were at a bonfire and he kept talking and then being and then being upset and a little bit whiny and like I kept you know just kind of retelling him and training him and working with him on it but like how do you get them to understand what quiet is like I've been trying to be like quiet like and I'll I'll do this or like go shh be quiet like is that all you do Mm. just to get them to understand the concept of quiet complete mm. quiet oh my word it is just hard That's for probably me probably how i would do it yeah go ahead <laughs> showing we're all like all right Brielle, come on tell us no <laughs> i don't feel like i know you know i yeah you just ask the holy spirit for wisdom every day every morning mm-hmm. I'm, and i'm working on that i'm working at doing that literally mm-hmm. in the morning okay give me wisdom what That's do i need so to know good. for today because yeah it's Mm -hmm. just i'm i'm starting to really recognize the importance of that because i think always i would have thought yeah in my heart that's what i feel Mm -hmm. but it's really good to be intentional and Mm -hmm. literally say god help me out today um i think (sighs) my opinion i suppose is that when you tell them to do something, if they're not doing it, the consequence for them not doing it needs to be hardy enough that they don't want to do it again. Mm-hmm. And whatever the consequence looks like for your family, like if it's even right. sitting down for a certain amount of time and they hate that or, you know, just I think even little, little ones understand, okay, I don't want to do that again because last time I did that this happened and that was not fun not my foible right (laughs) right um so yeah even yeah i don't obviously an example being an example is huge just in parenting for sure right like if we're reading books our children are going to navigate towards books if we're on our phone our children are going to want to watch videos on our phone it's just what happens Mm -hmm. so that's huge but i sometimes feel like it takes more than just repeating the words definitely mm-hmm. even 
with Levi, this because we were kind of doing the same thing. Like you need to be quiet. But in our when we were working with it, it was more like be quiet. Don't say another word. Not as much like, okay, just be quiet or whisper. Not like that. It was like, no, you are not to talk. Right. Sometimes I feel like that's easier when they're so little Mm -hmm. than like, no, they probably, he maybe doesn't, can't get the concept of like, like, I feel like there's even way older kids that don't quite get the concept of like socially how, how loud to talk. Right. There's some adults that struggle with that, you know? So like maybe that is a good, that is good advice for y'all. Like just rather than trying to do that, like giving them a, like a stricter, a better boundary because they do love to know that, that understanding. Do you feel like there was a point? The other thing too, is that it's not just for them, like, but it's for you You to know. know when to discipline because if I tell him to be quiet and he's like whispering and then he gets excited and is like, Hey, but it's kind of still quiet for me. Then I'm contemplating. Oh, is that, is it not? Does mm-hmm. it need, does it not? Mm-hmm. Whereas not talking and talking are very distinct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of a yes or no yeah. black and white mm-hmm. disobedience versus not thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. what about more not really talking about a one-year-old? I mean, we could talk about that, but like, okay. So for a two-year-old, like these, these two are two-year-olds like with the whining thing because I think that is totally a thing and I like same in our house it's no it's not appropriate so we're going to work on learning that you can't do that do you have any recollection Brielle of like when you felt like Levi understood what that meant you know like I feel like you there I feel like we start telling them something like even now I will say you can't whine I know that Harrison doesn't understand what that means exactly. Mm-hmm. But like at what point do they like actually understand when you say stop whining? Like I can look at Levi and know that he knows that mm-hmm. now for sure. Yeah. But I don't know if you have any, if you know when that happened. I remember that there was a point where when I said it, he looked like he was trying. Like to so, stop. To stop. Yeah. So I would say no more fussing and he would like like I could see him kind of take a deep breath like he was trying to hold it in kind of and then I knew like okay he knows what it means he's working on it it's Mm -hmm. he's not just blatantly Mm -hmm. being disobedient so I remember but I don't remember exactly when that was Mm -hmm. um and now he can talk back a little bit Mm. he gets yeah how much does Hazel talk I feel like I can't quite picture she's like at what level or She's right. very talkative. She's yeah, like, she's very communicative. She spoke more than Levi did for a little while, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Levi has come. I was gonna now. say like yeah. she's way beyond beyond Ilian, and they're the same age. Right. Yeah. And I as as far as like conversation, I feel like she yeah she can have a conversation. She'll bring things up to me that like happened like yesterday and start talking about. Wow. It, okay. Which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, as far as like the whole whining thing, I feel like it's just happened over the last probably since she was two turned two so like four-ish months that I noticed it okay because maybe she did a little bit before that but it wasn't like a pattern like that I felt like I needed to stop her doing Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. yeah it's just been a few months and I honestly feel like I do not have a very good grasp on it and have not been handling it very well just because I don't know I guess part of me hoped that maybe she would just stop 
<laughs> you know, like yeah. not not necessarily, but like I would tell her to stop, and then she kind of maybe like she understood what I wanted, nah, nah, and then like didn't really. And then I realized lately, like, oh, like she doesn't really care that I say, please stop doing that unless I no. follow it up with or else, you know, you're going to mm-hmm. have to have a privilege taken away or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And discipline. and that's what I just think that if it doesn't hurt them emotionally, physically, however, your form of you know disciplining or consequences mm-hmm. is, if it doesn't hurt them and affect them, mm-hmm. they don't care if you say don't drop the spoon 15 times. Right. Mm-hmm. But they can learn to hang on to a spoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like even... Right. Or don't throw the sippy cup on the Exactly. Floor. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Or even... Yeah. Don't even talk. yelling. Yeah. Like, I can say don't yell 15 times, but he... They're just words. Like, mm-hmm. okay, mom, sounds great. Mm-hmm. They're just words. Yeah, unless he mm-hmm. has that reinforcement that's like, oh, I am not to do this. There's or this happens. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even even as young as Harrison, mm-hmm. I think. Like Right, he definitely like Yeah, like he he definitely understands that that's I feel like it he understands that that's not okay. Mm-hmm. And I it's like it feels on the line of whether he can quite like he can't really in his head, own head figure out how to like remember to not do it first or something like I feel like and that's what I think that I struggle with like being too like I'm just annoyed by him doing it so then am I you know like am I just like battling the fact that I'm annoyed or am I actually wanting to train him to like you know be patient or whatever every time that he yells yep do you think that you would prefer him to just say mama yeah he can say the words he can say mama Mm, right not not totally sometimes he does sometimes he doesn't okay Mm. but if every time he yelled but he could say please or he could say more like he has plenty of things that he communicates he could even come and tap you on the leg i think right he's big enough to come to you now yes so even that if every time there was like the consequence and then the correction right this instead yes he does yeah like whenever yeah like if he yells even jordan will say like we we say use words Mm -hmm. even though he he has some words, but barely, mm-hmm. you know, but like, and then does he, he do it differently? Yes. So but like, how many times do you have to do him? Right. That feels like constant right, right. now. Like his go-to is like to get our attention by yelling. Right. And so like, I don't know, like, do you like, I don't, I don't know at what point, like, could you almost like ignore him until he does the right thing? Like, I think he still needs to be. Not that that would be my favorite way to train anyway, mm-hmm. I don't think. But maybe just like even saying like, I'm not going to listen until you quiet down. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I don't hear you until you, whatever. Somehow you could communicate that to a one-year-old. I don't remember mm-hmm. how I would have said yeah. that. And somewhat maybe too, it feels a little bit like, like we are being proactive with it. We're like, we're not yeah. just like, oh, well, he's just going to scream for a while. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. we are like saying, no, Harrison, remember, do like, um, I read an article recently that talked about about that and I might take a little more action like you're saying than the article was saying um, but it was kind of saying like like help them understand that you are like you're on their team kind of like you're wanting to figure out what they need right. so like if he's in his high chair and he's kind of yelling well then I say first he, he's to stop yelling <laughs> And then 
you know, say, are you still hungry? Do you need a drink? Are you all done? Because it's not usually that he's just like having fun yelling. He usually does need something. And right. so within that, maybe it is good just to remember, like for my particular stage, that it does get easier. And mm-hmm. it does. they will, he you know, the more, more words, words he has, the more that he has the ability to communicate what it is he needs, you know. And so sure. I am trying to remember that. But like it feels like it's frustrating in the meantime, like because it just kind of like grates on your nerves like a yelling kid right. <laughs> oh, for sure and that's my biggest thing kid. with hazel has just been like realizing that i didn't stop her as consistently or as soon as i should have mm-hmm. and then she's kind of like maybe she's been whining for like five minutes worth of what she's been saying and i didn't really realize it because i was kind yeah. of not really res- like doing that sort of just like whatever like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna grace that with a response but it's like they that doesn't really work until they're, you know, 12 or something and know that they really should not be talking to you like that and that they will not get the attention that they like. Right and, now. Yeah. and when they've been whining for five minutes, when you like snap out of it, mm-hmm. your response is different than if you just nip it in the bud because, mm-hmm. oh, because right. actually it has been kind of grating on you subconsciously mm-hmm. for the last five minutes. And then they're kind of surprised like, oh, wait right. a second. I was just doing this for five minutes and all of a sudden you're like, what? Mm-hmm. right True. I definitely think that it's good to like I wouldn't say oh well that's horrible that you've not noticed that for the last four oh months word. and then now whatever but I I do think it's the kind of thing that it I bet it would only take like a day of really you being conscious like nope we're not I don't want her to whine anymore and mm-hmm. so every single time saying like not allowing it the first time every time like i feel like right or maybe more like a week (laughs) no i don't know depending on the probably kid personality but i think that being (laughs) true for me at least being hyper consistent for like it depending i guess i understand that there is like we talk a lot about like maybe a strong-willed disposition compared to a compliant disposition for sure and Which there's she, a range even in that. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, it could take a day. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, sometimes, I'll just put this in, sometimes I warn Levi. Okay, because I notice so often that if I'm really consistent for a month, we'll say like, yep, wow, I've just been on top of this and he has really gotten better. Wow. And it's so encouraging. And then I'm like, great, he's better. Awesome. Don't have to to think about that anymore. And then I just kind of get lax, I think, because I don't have to be on top of it as much. Then all of a sudden, like a month after that, I'm like, wait a second, we took care of this. Mm -hmm. What in the world? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And for real, he's like slid back down and it's doing the same thing. and, And I have to work on it again. So sometimes I even warn him. I have before. I'll tell him, Levi, every time that you say why, when I give you instructions, there's going to be a consequence today because I hadn't been doing that for the last week. Mm -hmm. And I don't want him to just be like, well, it was fine yesterday and it's not, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't know. He's a a little bigger, of course, but I don't know. Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. interesting. That is, yeah. I mean, they, I think sometimes with kids this age, like two, even one, two, three, whatever, we can not give them enough credit for how intelligent they are and how oh, much yeah. they truly understand. Sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because almost when you say it, it wouldn't sound like a one-year-old could even hardly learn like, oh, I'm not going to do that. Any-. Like it sounds like a one-year-old, like they're just, you know, barely walking almost or whatever. And it's like, no, no, no. Like they know. 
Like they're very, very intelligent and they're built to like that's all babies do is learn. That's all they mm-hmm. do all the time is play, learn, and if discover. they don't completely understand it, they'll pick it up pretty quick. Right, exactly. Yeah. And the boundary line it's like when you're bowling, like the boundary lines <laughs> need to be clear, obvious, and immovable <laughs> or, you know, to the right. best of our ability. Otherwise, it is confusing and disorienting for them. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, if Atlas can't understand how to, you know, lay there and not move around while I change his diaper, then how does he understand that when I have food in my hand that he wants it in his mouth right now and he's going to fuss until that happens? <laughs> or, you know, like... Yeah. Oh. Yeah. pants. This week. Um, maybe it was last week. Maybe it was even two weeks ago now that I decided um, I'm very some things I feel like when I talk I'm like uh, I don't know I like second guess maybe the way that I am but I think that some of the way that some of my parenting I don't know if it's just my personality but also coming from like I'm coming from a place of like having a lot of alone time and a lot of quiet for a lot of years and I think there are some like there's some moms or parents that kind of maybe struggle with infertility and then they're just like so excited and they just want their kids like in their face every second. And they're just so thankful or whatever. And I am so thankful and I recognize all the time mm. case in point, my window has had a handprint on it for like almost a week. Cause I just love that. I just have a little boy that like put handprints all over my windows, literally the day I washed them mm-hmm. and I've just left it there because I just smile every time I, I walk by it. So it's not that I don't appreciate the fact that I have a child. I totally do. Have you do. taken a picture of it? I tried to get, I need the right lighting, but yeah. I probably mm-hmm. will. Anyway, but I, I just am very big on like getting a babysitter, having enough, having time, like having time, even like making sure they have their naps. And as they get older, still having a quiet time every day like uh, for a long time like I'm gonna have at least an hour of quiet in my afternoon I just am when I nannied six to eight kids at one time I like the big kids played outside and if they came in they knew they could either read or you know be quiet in the room Mm -hmm. and the little kids took a nap you know ones that were still nap age and I'm just I'm just think it's important I'm really big on it so we would do when Harrison was a little younger we would do like pack and play time I set a timer so he knew he had to stay in there till it rang it's not perfect still like Mm -hmm. a couple days ago he like he still will go in his pack and play because sometimes you need to just be able to get dinner ready without having them right there you know Mm -hmm. there's not someone else available to supervise them and yeah He'll stay for a good length of time, but he will get to a point where he will start yelling in his back play. And I go in, I say, nope, the timer didn't ring yet. You know, like, I don't just like, oh, you want to get out? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I can't, like, for your own protection, you have to stay in here right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just saying it's not like, oh, it's perfect. I think even if I would have started a little younger with it, probably it might have been a little better. I think I waited a little too long to, like, establish kind of that routine. Anyway. But I realized that I wanted to move it on to having blanket time mm. where a time where you put a blanket out, they sit on it and they know they can't get off. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like when you have a child that you're training and working with and they're a little bit older, like two to three, you can just say that. But at one, they don't, 
you have to like teach them that that's what they are doing, Mm -hmm. you know? And so it just amazed me. I was like, okay, we're going to learn how to have blanket time because I want to be able to go to Lizzie's house. And if Mm -hmm. we just want to both sit and chat without running around with a bunch with kids, I want him to be able to sit for half an hour and we can have Mm -hmm. a conversation and know this is what you're doing. You don't have to carry a pack and play around. You can literally just use a blanket. Right. At this point, like, yeah, he doesn't need so great. Right. So I put the blanket out. I put the stuff on it and like, it was again, different kids have different temperaments, all of that. (laughs) But it was crazy to me at just, just over one year old, like he almost instantly knew, understood that boundary. Like I barely had to tell him, you know, and I said, here's a blanket. You're going to stay on it. I gave him a few toys or a couple books. Um, but the first time that he went off it, like even right then I feel like he knew he kind of looked and he knew that he was stepping off of where he wasn't supposed to. And I was just like, I don't know. It just was amazing to me anyway. So then each time he, you know, I was training him to stay on it. I wasn't mad that he was getting off. Mm-hmm. I was, I was teaching him that he had mm-hmm. to stay on. So every time, you know, I would say, nope, you can't get off your blanket. I'd give him a consequence. I put him back on. It didn't take much at all. And then eventually, you know, before long, he just sat and sat on the middle of the blanket reading the books, you know, and then the next time the same thing he has still, but a couple of days ago I was at my parents and my mom was saying like, he's so busy, you know, like, she's like not every kid is like him like some kids will just come in the playroom and they just stay in the playroom and play the whole time now harrison he goes to the laptop and then you say no and then he goes over to the ipad and then you say no and then he goes over to the (laughs) outlet and then you say no and like Mm -hmm. you follow him around just that kind of a kid Mm -hmm. um and i said well mom you know we do do blanket time now he's still learning but you know and i i brought the blanket in and he did maybe twice, I think, like tried to go off and, but I would, I was watching and I'd say Harrison and he would just turn right around and like just that such a small area, a blanket, not as normal blanket that we do it with just one they had, but like, it's just, yeah, just an example of how amazing it is to me that how much they understand. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have that many words that he talks, but he, he knows. And so anyway, and there's a lot of tools like that. I think that are Mm -hmm. really yeah. Good. And even with that, when he gets done, then I have him pick up all the toys that were on it and like give them to me or put them away. Mm-hmm. Then he picks up the blanket because mm-hmm. like I want him to even understand like, OK, well, now it's done. And then that's kind of a signal. He gives I say, OK, give me the blanket. He picks up and gives it to me. And then I fold it and put it away or whatever. Yeah. Obviously, he's not great. old enough to fold it. But, you know, just an example of just they're way smarter than we give them. They are. For. Yeah, for and sure. it's so great. And like it's great to have ideas of like things that you can do to make your life more simple. And you don't have to, you don't have to have them at your ankles all the time when you're cooking dinner, like you can Mm -hmm. have things. And even I right now I'm trying to kind of do things with trying to figure out with Ilian what to have him do. Like while I am cooking dinner, because lately I've been like, okay, I, you like you cannot be in this kitchen while I am <laughs> cooking dinner, which is nice. And I can, but I've been working with him and the, the last few times while I've been cooking dinner, Atlas has been sleeping and Ilian has been super whiny. And I don't know if that's because he's hungry or why, but even when I'm like telling him to, and he just wants to be with me, mm-hmm. that's the problem. And I'm not really always wanting him to be helping me, which sometimes I let him, but 
So yeah, I've been having him go in his room, but even that, like he's just, he just wants to be with me until he can actually get to a, get to a point of getting into something fun in his room. Then he'll be happy to stay there, but it's just, yeah, he's been having a hard time, like wanting to be in there when I tell him that he needs to be in there but but he knows too he knows that he cannot get out and when he comes out when he shouldn't he yeah he knows i can see it in his face and he's like mom i just want to show you this i know i'm not supposed to come out (laughs) maybe in the like specifically in the dinner time like maybe that is a time that you can work on that whole like a time to be quiet thing like even like 20 minutes like obviously we're not talking about a kid just going in their room for hours you know like allowed to speak no (laughs) No. right but just like but like maybe you could there would be a good activity that like you know i don't know play-doh at the table (laughs) that he could quietly play with play-doh and he can't get down (laughs) while you're finishing up dinner or you know like maybe there are some activities like that where he could be in the same room with you like maybe he would enjoy that like you're you're doing your thing and Yes. He's doing his or I don't know. Just I haven't idea. tried Play-Doh in a little while because every time it just gets all over. Yeah, maybe something oh, else. You know, like maybe book. there's. But yeah, the, like, sometimes he likes time. coloring. I need to get another mm. coloring book because I think he's kind of sick of the one that he has because I've been giving it to him for like a few months now and it's just kind <laughs> of all colored. And At what age do like at what age like do kids start to listen? Which literally that feels like an archaic thing to even say because I feel like kids these days just watch oh like so like much listening Odyssey to Adventures or, in Odyssey yeah. or something yeah or like I don't even know you know that they could s- you could say you you can sit and listen for half an hour or be I in the living wait. room and I know. listen I know I've put it on sometimes and like tried to like talk about it but yeah music they definitely pick up on mm-hmm. but I don't know about listening you have an older kid does he yeah. But I don't often put things on just for him. But if there's something on, sometimes we'll turn on Adventures in Odyssey because I enjoy also listening to that. I was going to say, I love yeah. that. Yeah. And, I, and then if he gets really loud, I will say, we're listening right now. Just listening. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. One thing is that it is amazing to me that it's okay for children to be a little bit bored. You know, and oftentimes I think that as moms, we feel like we need to entertain them. We need to have them be doing stuff. Good point. But I remember when we were teaching Levi to be in his bedroom also for, you know, if I just said, okay, it's it's time to go and play in your bedroom. He has toys in his bedroom. Mm -hmm. He would cry Mm -hmm. being very sad because he really likes being with me. And genuinely, he would just pull up a chair and watch me make dinner. He doesn't even always need to be doing it himself. He just wants to watch and ask questions right now is kind of the age that he's at. Mm -hmm. Um, But I want to talk with you. (laughs) Yes, That's what he was saying to me last night. And of course, I loved it. Yes. (laughs) So I was telling him that he could play in his room and he would cry really hard. And it's really hard for me because I could see that he was genuinely sad. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes they're just being blatantly dis I don't know whatever Mm -hmm. but he was really sad Mm -hmm. and I was like oh my gosh this is so sad and he went into his bedroom he was being obedient he went into his bedroom and in like two minutes he was completely busy playing with Mm -hmm. his stuff Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like oh okay Mm -hmm. it didn't you know it didn't like ruin his life it's Mm -hmm. okay yeah I was gonna gonna be okay I have been wondering this so much and I've actually talked with my husband and I feel like we 
have come to some sort of an agreement a little bit, but I want to hear some other moms' thoughts because I feel like our personalities are more similar maybe than mine and my husband's. Um, but like how much of those different times where you aren't actually actively engaged with your child, what's the, like, what's the, I don't know. I can't find that. I don't know that I know the balance of like, okay, here's too much time that I'm trying to always be like on the floor with her doing stuff, like feeling like I should. And then here's too much time of, you know, nope, you need to go in the living room and play. There's plenty of toys. You know what you can and can't touch. I don't want you to come back in the kitchen while mommy's in here. You know what I mean? Like, what is the right. balance? Is any like, do you guys have any guidelines for that? I don't have any guidelines, just like in my head, maybe. In my head, I feel like there's some days that like I'm just really busy and I need to get a lot of things done and I might not be engaging with him much at all, but there might be another day where I just kind of let a lot of things go and engage with him a lot. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the best would be to to just have it be a little bit here and a little bit there. I But even, even having days that you do a lot and then don't a lot, I think it's fine. I don't think it's going to hurt them. Sure. Like even that is a form, I think, of balance. Mm-hmm. And I totally agree with and I love the point that Brielle said just about like starting your day with saying, okay, you know, okay, Lord, like direct my day and asking the Holy Spirit. Like, yes. that's why we have him. Like he's mm-hmm. our helper. Like mm-hmm. that's why. Mm-hmm. And he can give us, we don't have to read a book necessarily to tell us, well, four hours of your day, you should be this and two hours, you know, but like, mm-hmm. I think we can know in our heart because he speaks to us. We can know like, Hey, this is a day when I just do need to leave the dishes. Like I can tend to be a little more of like, like, nope, go play. You're fine. You know? Mm -hmm. And I think that that is fine at times, like we're saying, but it's also important for me to say like, okay, like he was gone all day yesterday and then all, you know, we've had back and play time and we've had this and that. And like, maybe he would like me to just, come and play with him and maybe that is what is important right then like but I think there are people that kind of say like like almost are kind of tipped the other way that are sort of like just leave all the stuff and be with your kids and like Mm. yeah some of that I think is good but like I'm not relaxed if that's all I'm doing and the whole house is a mess and like Mm-hmm. I just don't think from at least so far, like that doesn't really work for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, right. But I definitely, there are times almost in each day probably where, yeah, what I wanted to do is not as important. And I definitely, I definitely think some of the distractions of my life, like, you know, looking at social media on my phone or, mm-hmm. um, you know, even reading or just things that like I want to be doing that aren't like necessarily things that have to get done. Mm -hmm. I think that that's good to be aware of that. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, am I just constantly frustrated because you're interrupting my life? Well, no, that's, that's not how I want it to be Mm -hmm. as a mom, you know, like, Mm -hmm. so maybe I do need to think about like, okay, during nap time, that's my time to, again, why I think it's important to have some of those times so that we are having some time you know, some alone time, I think that's important, Mm -hmm. but it's important also to not let them only just be interrupting you, you know, Mm -hmm. like it's their day too. So. Right. And I feel like most of the older mothers that I've spoken with have just said over and over, like 
it goes really quickly. Yeah. Like it doesn't feel quick in the moment when you'd rather be reading your book or mm-hmm. getting that, de- that thing done that was on your list that you probably shouldn't have even put on there. But like it goes really quickly and you're going to be, you know, 45 and wishing you had your baby back and you don't. And, you know, those moments aren't wasted, even if it is a little bit frustrating sometimes. Right. The moments you choose to put, put aside your own desire and just focus and look in their eyes. But like you said, that's, you know, you can go way too far to that side where it's like, I have to just look in their eyes all the time. And I feel like that's where I get caught up is like just feeling that like whatever in my, in my chest of like, okay, I just, I shouldn't be doing this. I should be looking at her eyes and like sitting on the ground with her. And yeah. Right. So yeah, I think it's good. Everything you guys said, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I was laughing because literally on Saturday I read a book all day i read the whole book i love it <laughs> i was like making box macaroni and cheese in one hand i was stirring it in the other hand i had my book <laughs> how are your how are your kids they're alive great and fed and still healthy so <laughs> you enjoyed the book yes. <laughs> I enjoyed the book. yeah um yeah i love it i read in a book that i was reading called have more fun which is fun mm. uh it just it was one sentence that said Life is all about the long game. And I was like, oh, yep. Like you eat better now to feel to feel good when you're 75. Mm-hmm. You, you know, everything. It's all, it's just all about the long game. You exercise now to be stronger in the future and all of that. And yeah, raising children. The more that we are remembering that it is about the long game. Yeah, enjoy the moment and all of that but don't be so caught up in the moment that you're frustrated in the moment. And then the long game is shot, right? You know, and just remember like, Oh yeah, it's about the long game. It's good. And anything that you can mark good, encouraging milestones with, I think is really awesome. So if you have somebody that you can even just tell, Hey, I've been working on this and today he did it. And that was really encouraging to me. That's so, Mm because that's little steps. Cause you can't just think great when they're 17, hopefully I'll, that's too, it's too far away mm-hmm. for the everyday to think about that. But if you can have those little victories and if you're somebody, I like to write things down. And so even for me, if there's something really good, just like writing it down and yeah. it doesn't even have to be in one place. It could be on a sticky note. It just makes you feel good about yourself. <laughs> I love it. It makes you feel like success. Th- that was a success. I'm going to write it on a sticky note, put it on the fridge and let it be encouraging to me for a little bit. That's great. That's fun. You know, that's a good idea. So, I love it. It's all about the long game. Um, I was going to say just the balance between having a crazy messy house and just enjoying your kids all the time. And like you are going to look back and be happy that you spent time with your kids. But some people might look back and think, oh, but it was kind of stressful because my house was chaos all the time. And mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. (laughs) Okay, so we always like to ask, what's good about today? One thing that's good about today for me is that there are lilacs, lilacs, as my husband always tries to convince me to say, Mm -hmm. um, on Delight's dining room table. And I love, love, love lilacs. And they're blooming a little late this year, which is, I'm enjoying them right now, which is kind of fun. I love lilacs. I see them all over, and I love it. What's good about today for me is that it's, like, getting towards the time of year that there's, like, 
that you always hold dear? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, I was just thinking about gardening, and I am um, joint gardening <laughs> with Brielle this year, which is really just a joke because she's actually, you know, gonna do most of the work. I don't think it's a joke. I think it is a win-win all around. So okay, just because she's a weirdo and likes to weed, that's the problem. I like to plant and I like to weed, and I don't like to harvest. And I like or to turn the food into things to eat and eat the vegetables. <laughs> so it's really a nice, um, it's a nice collaboration. Anyway, but I love as it's starting to be get towards summer and farm stands and just being able to like run to the end of my road and grab some vegetables like that is the best so that is what's good about today for me it's awesome and i will say that i also do get to partake in the harvest she's just you know oh yeah totally she doesn't get all the veggies (laughs) right (laughs) um what's good about today for me my son is screaming sorry you want me to take him quick I'll just take him and I'm quick and bounce him for a minute. Well, you, well, you do what's good about today. He ate. So what's good about today for me is that this week um, we are going to be getting chicken, which I'm super excited about. We That's ordered, fun. Yes. We ordered like 12-ish chicks. Um, and there's, they're, I think ready to be picked up now, but we actually had a friend who offered to give us four of her laying hens because she had too many. And so we're going to be able to get eggs this year, which we didn't think we were going to be able to have. And hopefully those hens will like adopt the chicks and help them to kind of acclimate to being laying hens as well. And I'm just really excited. It's a really fun process, even though I'm sure it will have its hiccups and stuff, but I'm just excited to have um, fresh eggs available to us and to have that little um, like bit of responsibility for Hazel to start learning and yeah just something that our farm will actually be producing for oh us Lord. instead of that us just like so sewing into our farm all the time and not getting very much back so yeah I love that and I think that it sounds like so much fun to me and yet I'm like <laughs> like the idea of it is really appealing and like even just like eggs thinking about mm-hmm. eggs and like just going out and getting eggs mm-hmm. but then again I do get eggs from like a farmer around here and they just are all in the carton and they're still yummy good eggs and they get delivered to me so mm-hmm. that yeah no <laughs> yeah. yeah but well thank you both for joining us again today for a little bit of mom talk Mm -hmm. um yeah super fun to have you guys here and what a blast Mm -hmm. thanks for having us us. (laughs) all right everybody have a good day